Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 9.30 present The Drive. It is Friday, February 16th. Time to kick off your weekend with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're going to get you set this hour with our text line. That's how we usually fire things up around here. we got a lot to get into today, so text line's now open. We'll keep that open all show long. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. That's going to be our text line number to join us this hour. We've got Marshall basketball to talk about last night. The Thundering Herd falling to App State 73-58. to We're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni in a little bit. If you didn't catch his comments last night, we've got them in full. They're about three and a half minutes. I want to hear them all and share them with you because what does Marshall need to do? to get this thing back on the right track. And Dan was optimistic in his comments last night. You'll hear all of that if you haven't already. We'll react to it. Do you think Dan has reason for optimism? And what does Marshall need to do to get this thing on the right track? You just look at this game and Marshall, the the whole premise of Marshall played well I'm not sure if I'm in full agreement. The game, the herd shot 32.8%. App State shot over 50%. So I don't know if I buy the entire premise that Marshall played well. Marshall faded. Marshall got outscored in that second half, 42-29. to Only trailed by two going into halftime. But it got outscored, as I mentioned, 42-29 in that second half. So did Marshall play well or did Marshall not play well? That's where I have a little disagreement. So we'll break this one down here in a few minutes. We'll get Dan's comments, and then we're going to jump into what you have to say. Again, full hour, it's all yours What's your feedback now that you've had to live with this game for a few hours? Do you feel like Marshall has a shot? Marshall's going to be able to make a run toward tournament time. And I'm not talking about tournament time is several weeks away. We're five games away. Five games to go until we're in tournament time for the Thundering Herd. So we'll get into that. The Marshall women... They got a win at App State. It was Education Day for the Mountaineers earlier that day, yesterday, and they won 87-78. So the Herd now on the road at Old Dominion. That's going to be a 2 o'clock game on Saturday, last time that these two teams met. Marshall beat Old Dominion 90-60. to So the women continue on. They're perfect on the road, only one blemish in Sunbelt play, and that's a home loss. Other than that, Marshall has been perfect in Sunbelt play, two-game lead, five games to go. You want to pad that out as much as you possibly can, win that regular season championship. That'll be, that would be nice for the Thundering Herd. 
to win that regular season championship. And then, of course, we got softball in action earlier today. They had a doubleheader. Softball beats Fairfield 7-1 to in Game 1. And then Longwood, this had to go to eight innings. But in Game 2, the Herd prevails 6-3. to So going 2-0 and on the day. So congratulations to the softball team getting things on track. I'm excited to see what happens next for this team. And then, of course, men's baseball. Baseball got started today. We're in the bottom of the fourth right now, and College of Charleston up on the thundering herd, seven to nothing. Six runs in the fourth. Gave up a run in the first, and it's been scoreless for the thundering herd. Marshall kept them off the board in the second and third, but in the fourth, College of Charleston erupted. We'll try to update that as the show continues on. So, And, of course, they're back in action tomorrow at 2 o'clock, and they're also in action on Sunday, 10 a.m. So that's what we've got as far as baseball is concerned. We'll get into the basketball side of things. We're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni in just a few minutes and then get your thoughts. And, again, that's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Does Dan have good reason to be optimistic about the stretch? And what does this team need to do to get back on the right track? What is Marshall missing that you see that maybe Dan D'Antoni isn't doing that you'd like to see the herd do? Your reaction coming up. We'll hear Dan's comments. You tell me, did Dan come into the postgame a little more optimistic than he should have? Or you think that he's right on track? Things are going to get better. Marshall's got a few more games to gear up and get ready for tournament play, and then Marshall's going to make that run as that's the only shot for postseason play if you're coming out of the Sun Belt. And a score update before we hit the break. We're down the top of the fifth, and Charleston is leading Marshall. College of Charleston 7, Marshall nothing. This is first game of the season for Marshall baseball. Hopefully the herd can get a few big innings in as well. More coming up. This is The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You've cut back on everything and you're still coming up short at the end of the month. Give your local State Farm agent a call for a free discount double check. They'll show you how something as simple as combining car and home policies can save you hundreds of dollars a year. Being there to help keep more of your money is why your local State Farm agent is here. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In Huntington, Ray Crabtree, 304-736-8181. In Lavalette, Jason Elkins, 304-529-7555. And in Charleston, Lisa Godwin, 304-984-000. You know, there's something about a truck you can count on, and that SUV that's been on every family vacation for a decade. TikTok Tire and Uniroyal know your truck or family car is only as reliable as the tires underneath it. And that's why Uniroyal made the Laredo AT Tire and HT Tire to be the tires you trust. You know, like you trust your truck, your SUV, or TikTok Tire. Uniroyal Laredo AT and Laredo HT. See where 130 years of value takes you. For more information, stop into TikTok Tire, 2102 3rd Avenue, Huntington, right across from the stadium, or call 304-525-7831. Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years. 
and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette is now open. Wayne County residents, you now have access to a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com or visit us today on 5th Street Road. Equal housing lender, member NCUA. Giovanni's has great Italian dishes, spaghetti with meat sauce, lasagna, ravioli, manicotti, and baked lasagna. Giovanni's has the best sandwiches around from the Stromboli, Italian sub, calzones, and their signature Big Red. All dinners will be served with hot garlic bread or Italian rolls. Giovanni's Pizza, fresh, hot, and tasty. Have it delivered right to your door. Giovanni's. The Italian place to be. The more vulnerable among us can fall victim to abuse, neglect, and financial exploitation. When navigating your way out, it doesn't have to feel like a maze. Assistance is available from Adult Protective Services. To report neglect or abuse, call 800-352-6513. Sponsored by the Administration for Community Living, West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources Bureau for Social Services, the West Virginia Broadcasters Association, and this station. This project was supported by the Administration for Community Living, AC and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, as part of a financial assistance award totaling $383,493, with 75% funded by ACL-HHS and 25% in the amount of $85,236 funded by state government sources. The contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of nor an endorsement by ACL-HHS or the U.S. government. I can't wait to get to school. I brush my teeth and I comb my hair. I wave goodbye and I'm off to school. When I get there, I have breakfast with my friends. Then we have fun learning. I like my teacher too. She cares about me and makes me smile. You love school too. Enroll your child in pre-K or kindergarten Friday, March 1st from 8.30 to 11.30 and 12.30 to 2.30 at all Cabell County Public Schools and approved community pre-K sites. Learn more at cabellschools.com. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier-hound-chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, oh, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We continue on with this Friday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're keeping an eye on the Marshall game against the College of Charleston right now. Bottom of the fifth, it is 7-0 College of Charleston. We had a pitching change in the bottom of the fourth. Lenny Washington coming in for Drew Harlow. Harlow pitched 3.1 innings. 
Nine hits, seven runs. Not a good start for Mr. Harlow. I'm sure he'll want some of that back. Marshall in action. Baseball, bottom of the fifth. We'll keep an eye on it as we progress. We'll get your text in as well. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Last night, the Marshall Thundering Herd went to Boone, North Carolina to take on the App State Mountaineers. App State, one of the top teams in the league. Marshall played with them. I think that's fair. Only a two-point deficit at halftime, 31-29. Second half is where it really started to fall apart. Marshall got outscored in that second half, 42-29. Second half, here's how bad Marshall shot in the second half. And really, I don't know if it's bad. It's just it wasn't good. First half, the herd shot 10 of 30 for 33%. Second half, Marshall shot 12 of 37 for 32%. For the game, 22 of 67. Three-point shot. 8 of 21 in the game. Free throws, not many opportunities there. 6 of 8. Kevon Voiles had 19 points. He was 8 of 17, 47%. Jacob Connor had 11 points. He was 4 of 9 from the field. 3 of 6 from the three-point line, but 4 of 9, 44.1% there. Camden Kerfman, 5 of 15, had 11 points. And he was 1 of 4 from the three-point line, but for the game, he shot 33.3%. And here's the big number. Obina and Achille Killen, three points. One of 14 shooting, that is 7.1%. And then a disappointing stat line, only because we know that Nate Martin is really good as far as getting you almost a double-double every game. He was close, but 12 rebounds, eight points, two of seven from the field, 28.6% shooting for Martin. App State, they got their offense from Donovan Gregory. He had 19 points in the contest. Trayvon Spillers had 14 rebounds, 14 points for the double-double. Miles Tate had 12 points. App State was able to get to the line a little more. They were 10 of 18 from the line. They had more opportunities, didn't do as much with them compared to Marshall. Marshall was 6 of 8. So only four more points coming from the free throw line. You had... A lot more opportunity there. So they definitely could have put this game away a little bit more or at least made the score look worse. They shot for the game 29 to 57. They were 50%, 50.9 to be exact. Here's where you look at the hustle points. Points in the paint, Marshall gave up 38 points. Only had 20, gave up 38. Marshall had 14 points off of 12 turnovers. App State had 15 points over off of 13 turnovers. Okay. About even there. Second chance points, even at 13 apiece. Fast break. When App had an opportunity to go, it scored. 11 points off fast break points. And then bench points, 22 bench points compared to Marshall, 6. Put it all together, the Thundering Herd losing 73-58. to Marshall dropped to 12-14, 7-6 in league play. App State improved to 21-5, now 11-2 in league play. This is the fourth straight double-digit road loss for the Thundering Herd. Back at it tomorrow. We go on the air at 1 o'clock. Herd's taking on Coastal Carolina. Marshall beat Coastal Carolina back on February 3rd. 91 to 74. I hope that translates into success tomorrow. Coastal Carolina won last night 
82 to 75 against Georgia Southern. So they're feeling a little bit better than the Thundering Herd is right now. And of course, Marshall has got to travel, whereas Coastal getting set for the herd. They get to sleep in their own beds. They get to go through their own routine. I don't know how much of a difference that's going to make, but Marshall, I think, does have an opportunity to win this one tomorrow. As I said, 1 o'clock air right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and 93.7 The Dog. So before we get into your text at 304-396-TALK, that's 304-396-8255. Dan D'Antoni, last night, spoke in a little bit more of a positive tone than I'm sure some fans would like to hear. Here's Dan speaking to the media on hand at the game. It's really short, but I wanted you to hear it all, so we're not going to chop it up like we usually do. Let's just hear it all in context, and then you tell me. I thought we played uh, hard. Uh, I I was uh, impressed with that. We came here to win. I thought our bench was better. We had a lot more enthusiasm. We warmed up better. We held them in here. It's a tough place to play. It was about a 10-point game with about four, four and a half minutes to go. They got a couple uh, high lows on us where we have to guard. We didn't get up on the ball. The guy that's throwing it into the into them, we stayed back a little bit, gave him a little room. They got a couple on camp, which we got to eliminate. That should have been right up into his grill. We know do that. Make him really hard to get the ball. And that's a 6'9 guy. Should be able to be able to do that. We're a little soft, and, and they'll beat you. They're a good ball club. Did that one feel like it was right there for the taking for a while in the second half? Well, we shot 33%, I think, from inside. We did okay. Out threes, we 36. So that means you shot about 31 inside. O can't have the game he had, and he knows that. And I told him in the locker room, hey, O, can't play like that. The biggest problem was he was two for uh, two rebounds, and uh, he can't do that. Uh, I thought everybody else got Jacob playing a little bit more aggressive. He's still got to be more aggressive, especially getting it up in there and trying to score in traffic. He gets up in there and he doesn't have a real clean look. He looks to get it away. He's got to make some tough shots for us. Kevon played well. Well, he's doing well. And, uh, you know, we got, what, six more games? And we just got to load up, do the best we can so that we're ready for that tournament. And we hope when we get back, we're going to have James Madison and uh, Appy State at our place. And, uh, I hope people will fill that up, get a, get a good image. One of them is going to be on ESPN. I think the Happy State game on Saturday, 6 o'clock. So we need to fill it up all the way so we can get and have a, a, a fan base that's out there and seen nationally. So it helps us with going out and finding players after this year. This is kind of a measuring stick to show you guys that you, you can compete with the best in this conference. It's just a matter of finishing off what you can control. No, when we're focused, we can compete with everybody. We're not getting out-athleted. We got, you know, and the the shots that we're taking well within our ability to make them. We just got to be doing a little better job of doing that and make sure that uh, uh, we we make key plays. We came down, I think one, Cam tried to hit uh, uh, Jacob uh, and threw the ball out of bounds and pick him. Oh, he's open. You got to hit him. uh, uh, Nate came down, missed the layup, got the rebound, missed an easy chippy. Can't do that. Came out at the halftime. I opened up with O, trying to get him going. I had him come over, got an easy little shot inside, missed it. You got to make those plays, and we got to have the type of players that play up bigger than where and when the moment's there. And we tell them that, and I think they will. You know, the again, uh, Jacob was not a mainline scorer out of high school, and neither was Obina. And we're asking them to be more of a mainline scorer. You know, 
So uh, the better they get at that, and we're trying to push it hard, then the better we're going to be and the bigger chance we have in the tournament to see if we can win it. One of two on this road trip, Coast Carolina up next. Um, you know, you've already seen them once. So what, what do you think? Well, it's a, it's a trap game, you know. It's, it's a tough one because it's a quick turnaround. They're at home. We're going to have to get there tomorrow. And so we're going to have to bring our energy. Every one of these teams in the, in the Sun Belt are competitive. They don't, they don't quit. They fight and they're physical. So we got to bring an A game in there. We got to shoot better, obviously. We got to play hard and then uh, chips will fall. That's Dan D'Antoni. That's his entire presser from last night. I wanted to share that with you so we could talk about it more. What'd you like from Dan when he was talking about the game? What'd you like? What was it he said that you're on board with? And then. Is there anything that Dan said that you're not on board with? I'll open up the text line for you, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. From our text line, texter asks, if there's any word on why Crawford's and Dan's apparent doghouse? Well, I think that's been commented on a lot. If he's not going to play the way that Dan wants him to, I don't think Dan's going to really put him out there. I would have liked to have seen Dan go to the bench a little bit more. Voiles was out there for 33 minutes. Jacob was out there for 29 minutes. Kerfman was out there for 37 minutes. Obina, 28 minutes. Struggling, as you heard Dan talk about. 1 of 14, that is not an Obina night. Nate Martin, I would like to see more out of him. He was out there 35 minutes. And then Wyatt Fricks had 20 minutes. Ryan Nutter had 15 minutes, and Marco had three minutes. So I really didn't even focus on on Marco. He was out there three minutes. Nutter was one of two. 15 minutes, one of two, three points. Fricks was out there, as I mentioned, 20 minutes, one of three there. Oh, of two from the three-point line. He was one of two from the free-throw line. So three points there. You got three points out of him for his 20 minutes. You got three points out of Obina for his 28 minutes. Would have liked to have seen more from Crawford. I'd like to see him out there. I'm not the coach. That's coach's decision, and hopefully we'll see more of him. We got a few more games to go. They're going to have to find some depth. They got outscored bench-wise 22-6. I don't know if that's really a priority or a focus of Dan's. He's got his five main guys. Hopefully he gets a little relief from the bench, but he's got his five main guys, and Obina unfortunately didn't perform last night. Now, I'm not putting it on Obina. I'm not going to tell you that. Obina and Achille Killen only scoring three points cost Marshall the game. It might have been a closer game if he was able to, to manage and I will agree with Dan on the rebounding. He only had two rebounds. I agree with him there. One offensive rebound, one defensive rebound. Marshall in the game had 35 rebounds. App State had 38. Not that much of disparity. Six offensive rebounds for App State, 32 defensive. For Marshall, 13 offensive rebounds, 22 on the defensive glass. The fouls hurt, 17 fouls for Marshall. That did hurt a little bit. It gave App State a little more opportunity to score from the free throw line. That did hurt. The fouls, always going to hurt. Assists, 
Not much happening out there. Only nine assists last night for the Thundering Herd. 13 turnovers, 12 for App State. So we mentioned it was a one-point difference in points off turnovers for the two teams. App got the advantage there. Two blocks for Marshall. Six for Appalachian State. Steals, Marshall had nine. App State had eight. Where could Marshall have improved? Well, a shooting for one. It comes down to that. That's the easy answer. And you circle Obina's line and go, okay, Obina had a poor night, 7.1% from the field. Nate Martin, a little bit more productive, but not by much. He was 28% from the floor, two of seven there. He got his points. Half of them came from the free throw line. And then you go up the line, Kevon Voiles had 19 points. Kerfman and Connor, 11 each. Three-point line. Voiles was okay. He was 3 of 5. Connor was 50%, 3 of 6. Kerfman, 1 of 4 there. I don't think they killed themselves in the three-point line. But it's just little things. You put it all together, and you shoot in the game 32.8% when the other team's shooting over 50%. The other team shot 41% from the three-point line. You shot 38 they scored a little bit more from the free throw line than you did. I mean, App State only shot 12 three-pointers, and they hit five. So you you outscored them on the three-point line. But you have to add it all up. It's just little things. If you could have rebounded a little bit better, you could have maybe limited transition points. You could have got more points from Obina and Achille Killen. There's so many things that we could talk about. Where are you at? 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. You feel confident going into these last few games that Marshall played as well as possible going into a tough situation against App State. You can learn from this game, get ready for the tournament. Or is there something else that's missing and Marshall needs to fix it fast? 304-396-TALK, our text line. We'll update you on Marshall Baseball and the rest of Herd Athletics when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you're a sports fan, we have what you want. From the biggest game in professional football, NBA, NCAA basketball, and the NHL. First responders, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza, next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Gluckner's Too Easy Initiative has returned for 2024. We're making it too easy to get more for your trade with our biggest cash offers. We pay more. Too easy to save time because Glockner has the fastest, most transparent five-star shopping experience around. Too easy to find the vehicle perfect for you as Glockner has the area's biggest pre-owned inventory. That's why it's too easy to buy a car at Glockner. We make it easy at glockner.com. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Tax Talk with Straight Talk. You give and you give. This tax season you get with Straight Talk Wireless. You get a reliable 5G network and unlimited data and a new Samsung Galaxy A15 for just $99. So you can give your janky phone to your kid. Good talk. Switch to Straight Talk for plans starting as low as $25 a line per month for four lines. Find us at Walmart and StraightTalk.com. For network management practices, visit StraightTalk.com. Device offer ends 41424. In-store activation on single silver unlimited plan or higher required. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Taxes and fees apply. Giovanni's Pizza. Fresh, hot, and tasty. Have it delivered right to your door. Giovanni's. The Italian place to be. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We continue on with today's edition of The Drive for your Friday, February 16th. I'm your host, Paul Swan. My text line this hour is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. You can also find me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Paul Swan. Let's go back to the text line. Texter says, Paul Obina really hurt the offense last night. Too many quick off-balance shots from the three-point line and also had too many turnovers. If you're having a bad night, get the ball to someone else who can score. If it isn't your night, you can still help your team by playing good defense and rebounding. I mean, that's a good point. If Obina's not hitting it, focus a little bit more on your rebounding. He's 1 of 14. At some point, I think you were just trying to force it in and trying to create opportunities for him to try to get that stroke. I have not been a fan of the shooter-shoot concept. Oh, he's just got to shoot more. I mean, you got a good shot, take it. 
if it's not going down and there's a hot hand, get it to the hot hand. Find a different way. Find an opportunity for someone else. Create. I mean, Marshall did not create. Only nine assists. Not much creativity out there. Marshall gave 38 points up in the paint. Play a little bit more defense. If you're going to have to find points, you might want to double down on the defensive side a little bit more. And for a guy like Obina and Achille Killen, two rebounds? That's not where you should be statistically. You should not just have two rebounds. Voiles had five. Connor had nine. Kerfman had one rebound. Martin had 12. Wyatt Fricks had four rebounds. And Ryan Nutter, he had two rebounds. Two rebounds, not going to get it done. I mean, he's playing with three fouls. I get that. Also had a turnover. But the rebounding would have helped. If he just wasn't having a good night shooting, then I'm trying to put him in positions where, okay, where can he help us tonight? He's not helping us on the floor with the shot. He was 0-3 from the three-point line. Again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blame him for that. And I'm not gonna blame the loss on him. I'm not gonna pin it on him. But thanks to the texture, that's that's where I agree. He hurt the offense last night. He didn't lose Marshall the game, but he didn't help Marshall win the game either. He was definitely off, and you're not going to get it done when one of your main offensive threats in Obina and Achille Killen isn't producing. And that's where you need to find someone else who can maybe step up. Someone's going to have to step up. And it's kind of hard to say, well, where are you going to get that from? Because Voiles had 19. I mean, Connor had 11. Kerfman had 11. Nate Martin had 8. Where are you going to get the extra offense? Marshall had 58 points. App State outscored them 73-58, held them to 29 points each half. That's what they had, both halves. 29 in that first half, 29 in the second half. They outscored them 42-29 in that second half. And I know Marshall at one point had an opportunity to cut the lead. I'm not taking anything away from Marshall in that regard. But there were opportunities, and Marshall couldn't close the deal. And then Marshall started to fade away. Looking at the play-by-play last night, Marshall had, had the lead. Marshall would lose the lead. Marshall then would come back. App State would come back. And I'm looking at that second period now. Where did it fall apart? Okay. And we could say a lot of places. But ultimately, Marshall loses by 15. So we go back up a little bit, just looking at where the scoring was. Yeah, App was up by 8, then 6. Then at one point, they were only up by five. Marshall got it down to one point. It was 45-44 App State. Marshall got it down to a one-point lead. That was Voiles making a layup with 13.02 to go. So here we are. It's a one-point game. And then App makes a layup. It's a three-point game. And then all of a sudden... 
lot of misses, three Marshall misses, foul and fricks, and then apps up by five. All of a sudden, Marshall gets the ball back after a turnover. Marshall's got it down the two. Okay, still competitive. Still a chance to win this. Then Spiller scores. He dunks it in. This was with 10.40 to go. It's a four-point game. Okay, four-point game. Yeah, that's not that's not certain. Marshall can come back four easily. And then lots of misses. Fricks misses. App goes, misses. Obina misses. And next thing you know, it's a six-point game. App scores again. Then we get down to 840 to go. Five-point game. And that's where it starts to really fall apart, I think. Next thing you know, App's up by seven. Then they're up by nine. Then Marshall cuts it to seven. And then we get into the point where they were up for 10. And then Voiles makes it an eight-point game. 4.06 to go. Okay. Got to start closing in. Running out of time. 3.40 to go. Trayvon Spillers hits a layup. It's a 10-point game. And then that's where App State decides to put it away. Free throw after a foul on Nate Martin. It's an 11-point game. Then it's a 14-point game. Then it's a 16-point game. Connors puts one in, makes it a 13-point game. But at this point, we're getting too little too late. At one point, it was an 18-point game. And that's with 17 seconds to go. Connor hits a three-pointer. 15-point game. That's where it ends. So, yes, Marshall did fade down the stretch. But are you going to say, well, Marshall played with them, but then they faded down the stretch? I don't know if that's what I wanted to accept. A lot of timely misses and a lot of opportunities that App State was able to capitalize on. And that's where we're at. More of your text coming up, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Race to savings on your next project right now at Menards. Upgrade the floors in your home with new flooring from Tarkat. We carry durable laminate flooring, easy-to-install sheet vinyl, and waterproof vinyl plank. Tarkat Tidal Wave Laminate Flooring has a 30-year limited residential warranty and is the ideal choice for all homes. Get it today for just $2.29 a square foot at Menards. Price is good through February 18th. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. 
Working Man Store in Huntington. Check out the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as Healing Hands, Dickies, Cherokee, and Med Couture at the best price. Working Man Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man Store, open every day at 140 5th Avenue, Huntington. Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304-525-9118. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you're a sports fan, we have what you want. From the biggest game in professional football, NBA, NCAA basketball, and the NHL. First responders, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza, next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. In the tapestry of life, we encounter stories of legacy and accomplishment, but sometimes also abuse, neglect, or financial exploitation. Adult Protective Services understands the importance of safeguarding the well-being of our loved ones, our neighbors, and our community. To report neglect or abuse, call 800-352-6513. Sponsored by the Administration for Community Living, West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources, Bureau for Social Services, the West Virginia Broadcasters Association, and this station. This project was supported by the Administration for Community Living, ACL, and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, as part of a financial assistance award totaling $383,493, with 75 percentage funded by ACL, HHS, and 25 percentage in the amount of $85,236 funded by state government sources. The contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of nor an endorsement by ACL, HHS, or the U.S government. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're heading down the stretch. I'm your host, Paul Swan, for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. You can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Paul Swan. We'll get to the text line in just a moment. Update, we're in the bottom of six now. College of Charleston leading the herd 9 to nothing. 11 hits, 9 runs surrendered by the thundering herd. Hopefully the herd can bounce back and finish this one strong. 
but not the start you want for Marshall baseball. Marshall only has one hit in the contest. Let's go back to the text line. We're still talking about Marshall basketball. Last night, the Thundering Herd losing to App State 73-58. to Texture says, Paul, they won't call a timeout when the lead goes from 10 to 18, but they call a timeout after two made threes and at six seconds left and down by 15. I like stopping the momentum. I believe in the momentum. I know that's a word coaches don't like. Momentum. If your team all of a sudden is giving up bunches of points, you want to stop that. You want to stop that. You. It's not a momentum changer. It's a reorganization. If the game's concluded here, you know, you're not coming back. Six seconds left, down by 50, you're not coming back. You want to draw something up, that's one thing. You know, use it another time. But you're not coming back. Now, when you have a chance to win the game, you want to put as much, as far as far as I'm concerned, you want to put as much time you know, in your pocket as you can. So you take a timeout, you try to reorganize. That's what you're doing. That's what the timeout is for. It's to reorganize. If they're doing something that you're not able to stop or they're getting the advantage on you, you want to take that timeout. I agree with you. Thanks, Texter. I do appreciate that. I agree. You got to take those timeouts at the right time. You don't want to blow them. You want to have them. But at this point, you got them in your pocket. If there's a run, you want to slow that down. Now, you can't just keep taking those timeouts. They're not going to last forever. You can't just say a timeout. You don't want to run out. And that's an interesting dynamic. Okay, when's the right time to take a timeout? Well, if if you've got a chance to win the game and then they put several points up on you, you might want to stop that a little bit and reorganize. If you got plenty of time left. Now, if you don't have time left, I don't know. But 17 seconds to go, up by 18. Marshall takes the timeout officially five seconds before. When would you have taken the timeout? App was up by 10 with 4.58 to go. Marshall cuts it to 8. 3.40 to go. App makes a layup. Trayvon Spillers, good player. Marshall's up by 10. Media timeout, 3.40 to go. That's what they call it, Marshall timeout, media timeout. Make some substitutions. And they hit a free throw, 11-point lead. Then it becomes 14. Then it becomes 16. You got a minute 51 to go. You make the jumper, 13-point differential. Marshall takes a timeout. Okay, 14-point differential, minute to three to go. 15-point differential. Fricks misses a three-pointer. It's 17 points, 45 seconds. Okay, I don't know, I don't know when you take the timeout. 
just to be fair. I mean, you take that time out with five seconds to go. I don't know what that's going to do for you, but Marshall took time when the lead was 13. App State had the lead. Marshall takes time, 136 to go. Before that, Marshall took time, 340 to go. It was a 10-point game. I'm trying to see if there's the other instance of timeout. Marshall takes time, 721 to go. You're down by nine. At that point, I don't know, with a minute 39 to go, you take that timeout, 13. I don't know if anything else could have been done, to be fair. But that's when the timeouts took place. Again, just to recap, yeah, they did take a couple of timeouts. Shouldn't remember what they did last night. Thirteen points. Marshall takes a time. They are up by ten. Marshall takes time, and that was with three forty to go. So that was the, the timeout situation. I don't know if there's mismanagement of timeouts at this point. Seven twenty one. They take time. They're they're up by nine. Apps up by nine. They take time. Any other time, I don't know. I mean, Marshall takes time. They're up by six. App's up by six, and Marshall takes time. 30-second timeout by Marshall, and App State's up by six. So I thought that that's a good use of the timeout. Timeout was taken 11.15 to go. Marshall takes time after App State's up by five. Martin misses. It's a block by Justin Abson. Spillers rebounds. It's a turnover by App. Marshall takes time. Marshall gets the basket. It's a two-point game. That was a good use of the timeout. So I don't know if I can criticize Dan too much on the timeouts. Five seconds, though. You're down by 15. I don't know what that does. So I'm, that's fair. That's fair. I get that one. Text lines 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I mean, we can look at this thing. We can pick this thing apart. Ultimately, here's what the reality is. Marshall's 12 and 14, 7 and 6 in league play. Obina and Achille killing three points, 1 and 14 shooting. Did not help their herd. You get 19 points out of Kevon Voiles. You get 11 points out of Connor and Kerfman. You get 8 out of Martin. You shot 32.8%. 8 of 21 from the three-point line, 38.1%. You didn't get too many free-throw opportunities, only 6 of 8. And then App State outscores you in that second half, 42-29. And a lot of that was late. I, I, will, I will concede that point. A lot of that was late. But... Doesn't matter when it happens, it happened. And I get your it runs, you know. This is how Marshall basketball operates. You don't go too high, you don't go too low. They're, they're going to score, we're going to score, they're going to score, we're going to score. But they got the best of the herd toward the end. And they outshot you 50.9%. They were 55% in the second half, 17 to 31. Only 46% in that first half. Again, 
I mean, we can look at these numbers. We can go down the list. I mean, they only shot 12 three-pointers, hit five of them. Free throws, they got more opportunities. That definitely didn't win them the game, but it didn't hurt them either. They only had four more points from the free throw line. They had more opportunities, but they only were able to manage four more points from the free throw line. I mean, Marshall, percentage-wise, won that battle. Scoring-wise, Marshall only got six points. They got ten points. Points in the paint hurt the herd, I think. Turnovers, not necessarily the killer. Bench points, Marshall didn't have the depth to match App State. App State was able to get more from its depth across the board. And the Thundering Herd has to go into Coastal Carolina now. It's a travel day for the Herd. you got to bounce right back at it. We go on the air tomorrow at 1 o'clock right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930.